When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tents. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for yet another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. So you have this idea for an aquarium. You kind of see it in your head. You've assembled the materials, got it, you know, sorted together. You add water, uh, let it sit, and you walk into the room one day, you look at it, and you just hate it. <laughs> like you're done with it. Like, no rehabbing on the design, no tweaking of the wood or whatever. You're just over the fucking thing. Done. Ever felt that? What did? What do you do? Well, I had this idea for a nano tank once, not too long ago. It, it seemed really great in my head. I had it up for like a nanosecond, too. I even memorialized it with some Instagram stories posts. You know, hey, check out this idea. It's something stupid like that. Doing that's almost always the sort of thing that forces me to move on something. You know, I mean, if you're going to lay down a public marker, you got to go with it, right? I thought about the tank. I thought it would be sort of a blank canvas for this idea that I had, something that was growing in my mind. I like the idea in principle, but I just did not see a way forward with this one. I even took the extraordinary step of removing one element of the tank, which was the wood in this case, altogether in the hope that Perhaps just doing my leaf-only scape version 3.0 would, you know, would work. But I just wasn't feeling it. Nope. It was a stillborn idea. A tank not capable of evolving to anything that interested me at the time. So I let it go. Yeah. Made away with it. Shut it down. Terminated it. Whatever you want to call it. That's really kind of an extraordinary step for me. Mr. Optimism. Mr. Hey, let your tank evolve and breathe or whatever. I mean, I'm the eternal optimist in some respects. I try to make almost everything work if I can I mean, some of my favorite tanks evolved out of this mindset of sticking with something. We'll come back to that idea in a little bit, but not this time. I killed it. Now, in the hours after the aborted aquarium move, I was actually able to gain some clarity about why I did it. Like, what made me do it? Well, I almost always do some sort of post-mortem analysis when I abort on an idea, and this time was no different. It was pretty obvious to me. The writing was on the wall with this one. I think it's centered around two things that I typically simply can't handle in aquariums anymore. Don't laugh at me. Number one, I absolutely cannot stand aquariums which don't have some sort of background, be it opaque window tint, photo paper, or paint. This tank had no background. You could literally see the window behind it and the trees outside on the street, and yeah, it just sucked. <laughs> Number two, I disdain seeing filters or other equipment in my aquariums. Like, I hate it more than you can even imagine. With really few exceptions, I simply hate seeing filters and stuff. It's only in recent years that I've been able to tolerate seeing filter returns in my all-in-one tanks, and just barely. Now, this nano tank had one of those hang-on-the-back outside power filters, which I not only saw from the top and from behind, but it was just, it was awful, because I didn't have a damn background in the tank, of course. I mean, am I that much of a prima donna that I can't handle that? I mean, maybe, but I don't like to think of it as a situation where I simply developed, or I like to think of it as a situation where I simply developed uh, an aesthetic sense that just can't, can't tolerate some stuff anymore. 
I have good ideas and then I go to equipment and it just sort of stifles them a bit. It's just weird. So that's always been a problem of mine. One day they'll do an all-in-one tank that's truly all-in-one. You don't see anything, but whatever. Uh, okay, maybe I am a prima donna. What, what could I have done to salvage that tank? Maybe use a canister filter and glassware, you say? Oh, sure. That's easy, right? I mean, all you see in the tank are those elegant curves of lily pipes and the intakes. Uh, maybe a surface skimmer. You just take them out and bleach them every once in a while and they stay nice and clean and okay yeah great on paper anyways in my humble opinion glassware isn't the organic art that everyone seems to place on some lofty pedestal in the hobby it reminds me of a high school chemistry lab experiment which by the way i think i got like a c minus in chemistry lab in high school so maybe that's why there's residual trauma or something but you think it's beautiful i think it's simply dreadful i just i hate them i don't know why it's another piece of equipment, which you see on the outside of the tank too, with its umbilical of return lines shooting up the sides. Now, sure, I know these were developed to make an obvious visible necessity, you know, filter returns, more elegant and beautiful. However, to me, they're just that, obvious, visible, distracting, and ugly. Don't see it. Don't see the art in it. I don't know why. Hell, I've even made crazy C efforts to hide the canister filter beneath my tank when I couldn't hide the stuff within it. It's like I had to do something. I remember putting an Eheim in like a basket in my office once and having, you know, like all this kind of like uh, dried fruit or something around it just to kind of hide the whole thing. And it, it worked for that. I know I'm being way too stupid about this because really with a lot of my reef aquarium work and with that matter, for that matter, some of my fave botanical style tanks, you can't see some of this stuff. It's just it's unavoidable. When you see my next reef tank, you might actually see a couple of submersible pumps in the tank, low and deep behind the rockwork, but they'll be there. But somehow it doesn't bother me. Yeah, for some reason, it doesn't completely fry my brain in every single situation. I suppose it's a hypocritical thing, but man, sometimes it freaks me out and sometimes I can just give it a pass. Weird, right? Maybe you can relate to that. I don't know. Like, why do some tanks get a total pass and others just freak me out? I think maybe it's about the concept of the tank or the context or something. Like some of my favorite ever tanks, like my leaf litter only tanks, typically will have some equipment evident because they're essentially a zero relief aquascape with nothing you can hide the stuff behind, like wood or rocks or whatever. It's just leaves. It's as honest as it gets. If you want to filter the tank and heat the tank, you have a few options. You, you know, you've got some stuff in there. You're going to see it never bothered me all that much in those types of tanks. I don't know why, but in other tanks, just forget about it, as they say in you know New Jersey. Yeah, it must be about the concept of the tank. Not only will I forgive the visible equipment, sometimes I'll forgive myself the entire poor execution, too. Because when I look back at some of the stuff I've done, that was definitely the mindset. Like, I was just happy to sort of pull it off, despite how crappy it looked. I remember my first above-below-water kind of paludarium, whatever you want to call it, uh, experiments back in, I mean, I did them back in the sixth, in the, in, in the sixth grade, but I remember doing one early in this century, like around 2004. And it was just, I just, I don't know, there's something about it. It just looked ridiculous, but you know, the idea was there. So I gave it a let and it sat in my living room for a while and you know, people liked it and I, it was cool. But, uh, but looking back on it now, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, but now that I look back on it, there were actually tons of times when I just let a tank evolve unmolested and unhurried and because something spoke to me. No matter how weird or seemingly dumb the concept may have initially appeared, there was something about it that I believed in. And occasionally I'll try something, tear it down, and just regret it. 
like I'll realize too late that there was something I liked about the idea and that I should have kept at it and let it do its thing. Like, what if I left it in play for a little longer? I mean, could it have evolved into something cool? Maybe. I recall a particular experiment I did with spiderwood, you know, that kind of spindly, it's acacia root, but they call it spiderwood in the aquarium trade. You've seen it. Which I let go very early on in the game. The arrangement was almost like a reef-like concept, the way you'd arrange reef rock. And I guess that's what spoke to me. And it just didn't look right at the time. I was trying to do something. I couldn't quite place in my head what it was. And I just killed this thing way too early. And like a few tweaks to the wood stack, maybe a buildup of substrate behind it, a buildup of some leaves in front of it, maybe a few plants in the bank in the back. And it could have been a respectable recreation of the banks of some of these forest floor streams that I've seen in South America, these flooded, not a gapo, but these streams that overflow into like, you know, fallen trees and branches and stuff. It was in the in my head, it was in the front of mine, and I just for some reason I just couldn't pull it off. I didn't pull it off that time. Uh, I don't know if it was the material, the time of day. It could be a million things, right? Uh, boy, I'd love to try that one again. And you might just see that idea in, in a different type of execution coming up this fall when I set up another tank. Uh, then there were others which I had great faith in right from the start. Even though they looked a bit weird initially, I knew that they'd evolve into something special if I let them be. I remember one that was looked like a, it literally, and you've seen this one too if you followed our blog and podcasts and videos and stuff. It looked like a campfire. It was a bunch of mangrove branches. And at first it just looked ridiculous. But after about, um, I, I said something about it I, I liked. It filled the negative space in the tank. It just looked right. And after about a month, I remember one day walking into the, to the room where the tank was and the water was like this tinted, it was the deepest tint I'd ever seen, but not not like in an overly dark way. It was mysterious. It was brown. It had this like greenish tint to it. The light was playing on it beautifully. The tetras in the tank were, you know, dancing in the light. It was kind of ridiculous. And it just, wow, it hit me. I'm like, I love this tank. And I'm glad I stayed with it. I think at the time I was so busy, I didn't have a chance to really attack it or I would have. Instead, I just let it do its thing. And it just came out gorgeous. I loved it. Sometimes just hit the right note, despite a possibly shaky start. Uh, sometimes you just knew that the idea was so special that given the space and time, they'd eventually hit the right notes. And they did, like that tank above. And I remember that I just talked about. And remember my mangrove aquariums, uh, the last mangrove tank I did in particular. I, I had the concept nailed from years before. I'm like, I know I'm going to do this. I pulled it off and I could not have been happier with the result. And it was just... One of my favorite all-time tanks, brackish tank that was just elevated. And I was like, yep, did this one right. Happens sometimes. And then there's there's those ideas that, despite their totally unconventional appearance, were iconic to me because they represented the culmination of a thought experiment or a transformation from research to idea to reality. Stuff which created a real transformation in the way I look at aquariums. The urban agapo style aquariums that many of us execute now arose from just such an idea. It was an idea I had. I studied the concept. I studied the science behind it. And I was like, I could do this. It started out as more of an experiment, but it became something artistic as well. Sometimes you just know it. You just You just feel that letting go of your preconceptions, your doubts, and your fears, rather than letting go of the tank, is just the right move. Regardless of the idea or the appearance of your tank, If there's any way to salvage what you feel is a great idea, even if it means just waiting it out for a while, do it, even if it's slightly disappointing at the time. You just never know 
if that one not so good idea will turn out to be the one which changes everything for you and inspires others along the way. Your fail might be the unlock, the key for somebody else who was about to give up and then suddenly saw something in your tank and created their own tank, executed on an idea which truly touched others in ways you might not have even thought of. So yeah, let it go in the right way. Stay bold, stay patient, stay creative, stay optimistic, stay enthusiastic, stay persistent, and always stay wet. Till next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.